What thing with the rock? Uh, Jungle Cruise? No, uh, no, 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 no. He's, uh, oh my lord, bro. Yeah. I need sleep. Uh, it's a freaking, oh my god. What's it about? Do you remember? Um, I'm trying to think of the songs, bro. I got the melodies in my head. Oh, uh, oh, um, yeah. Uh, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about now. It's um. Oh my God. Uh, why am I blanking now? I you're know welcome. It, you're, you're welcome. Yeah, with, um, Moana. Uh, Moana. Moana. Thank you. Yes, you're doing hey, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Are they doing that now? They're they're starting to make one. Yeah, it's already in the works. It's going in Epcot. Really? Oh, that'll be cool. I actually think that'll be really cool. It's probably going to open um, maybe this year. Maybe you not. You know what it is? Like you said, it's a walker. It's, it's it's supposed to be about water. I don't know. They're going to teach you about water. I don't even uh, know what. I don't know any details. I just know it's going to happen. Got it. Interesting. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. That'll be cool. A nice little side talk. Side <laughs> talk. NYC. <laughs> You guys got anything else? Uh, no, I think we're good. Can I? No, I'm all set here. Cool, cool. Um, as always, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at For Amusement or For Amusement Podcast. Also, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Welcome back, listeners listeners and subscribers, to For Your Amusement, the podcast where we discuss theme parks all around the country and all for your amusement. I'm here with my friends, Nolan and Nick. Guys, welcome. Welcome to welcome to a podcast where we talk negatively about Disney for the 500th time. <laughs> um, so today, uh, I think, when is it officially open? Today is the 24th. The Star Wars Hotel officially opens, is it the first of the month? Um, well, didn't they say, like, reviews are coming out in the next day or so? Yeah, I know right, for a right, fact. Right, 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 but we, we're talking grand opening. Huh. Yeah, I know for a fact um, uh, media and stuff is this weekend. Um, right. So I would assume yeah, it's March the week 1st. after. Okay. Yeah. All right, so there was a video that Nolan sent that I – if for the price Kyle, – Kyle said it best. For the price that they're charging and for what they're delivering, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, Kyle, I'm not going to take away what you said, so go ahead and, and say what you put in the chat because I think it was well said. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember the exact words I used, but essentially saying that it's really cool, like, it seems really cool, and I'd want to do it if it wasn't so expensive. But for the prices that they're charging, like, the fact that everything doesn't look so appealing at the moment is really, really disappointing. Something like that, right? I think, yeah, the the, the thing that I took from it is how can you charge what, what they're charging and have it the size of a cruise ship room? Now, right. what we saw was a, a, a one-bedroom, um, I mean, I was going to say apartment, a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. If this is an apartment, just run away. Um, but it, it's a it New York has, City, uh, luxury apartment. 
Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. It'd be like two two million. Yeah. Um, it, it, it has a, f- a very sterile feeling to it. It's very bare bones. It's very minimalistic. Um, I understand that they're trying to immerse you in a Star Wars-esque uh, room, which to me it feels more um, nautical or like you're mm-hmm. on a submarine as opposed to being on a true spaceship from the movies and the theming that we're used to seeing. Um, so that's pretty disappointing from that standpoint. The shower and everything, it, it just, I don't know, there's nothing, there's really nothing special about it. The counter, kitchen, the uh, sink countertops are like super bland. Um, I don't know, it's just not what anybody was expecting. Um, but Nolan, what, what's your opinion? Yeah, you mean, like, I, I said this on a podcast or two ago, and I was like, I really don't like speaking negative when it comes to Disney, you know, like, I want to speak positive, especially on this podcast, but, I mean, it's just been really bad from their end when it came to this, especially, and I'm very curious to see how this weekend goes, because I know a lot of people, especially um social media people that really are into Disney and give updates and whatnot, are not too fun, so... I want to see what their opinions are because they're different than I think like the average guest. So they're expecting a lot more, I feel like. So um, hopefully it's good news. So far it's been not that great. And like you said, like it's it's not a horrible product, but for what you're paying, like you should be getting a lot more, you know. So yeah, of course. And like, look, I mean, I think it's bullshit when they like if they tell you. Oh, we did it for the Star Wars experience because, like, there are so many parts in Star Wars where they show you, like, tons of suites. And, like, for you to spend, you know, for you to have to spend $5,000 to go there and to get literally what's a um, a cruise ship room is really disappointing. Uh, I just think that it was, it was meant to pack in as many people as possible. Uh, and I think at this point you're kind of compromising luxury for – not even luxury, but just comfort – for the amount of people they can squeeze in, and that's fine if you're charging 200 a night, but 5,000 for two nights is way too much. I just don't get like they they had as as much space as they could to really build this, you know. So I don't know why yeah. they're so kind of stuck on the fact that you know with the amount of capacity compared to the building structure, like it 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 doesn't really make sense to me in that aspect too. I'd like to see what the biggest room looks like, but it, this I just rewatched the video real fast. It has a, a a very Blade Runner feel to it. It feels very like a Japanese hostel or something like that. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't feel like Star Wars at all. But uh, I'm gonna be completely honest. I've seen nicer cabins and trains, and uh, <laughs> like uh, air, long flights. I think you can fly to California and be more luxurious than being in this room. So. I don't know. I'll be curious to know the, the uh, reviews of the people who aren't uh, – well, I guess if you're staying at the hotel, you're kind of a big Disney head. You wouldn't stay at that if you're not, but uh, sort of the, the uh, layman's review because we're very picky about certain things because of how much we you know enjoy the parks and spending money on it and such. But uh, I can't imagine too many people saying that this was the best thing that they've ever done, but Nick, I could be wrong. Nick, you know, well, it's funny. you So when you brought it up, you reminded me of something. So – it's it, and I don't want to like bring like bring it up almost, but I have to. Like it almost reminds me of Fire Festival, 
Oh, remember, remember, like, when they're like, oh, these, these are luxury, you know, villas, and you're going to be on the <laughs> beach. And then they're, like, little, like, little tents and, like, there's, like, they're saying, like, you know, with the food being so great. And then there's, like, cheese literally on a little slice of bread, and that's it. Things like that. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Imagine you get there and they give you a cheese sandwich. Maybe they're hinting at something that we don't know about. Maybe. That would be really scary. And plus, it's really funny the way that they're transporting people to the parks in that box truck. I mean, you wouldn't see it from the outside, but I just think that's kind of funny. Um, Do we know what yeah. that that truck looks like from the inside yet? Not yet. As far as maybe Nolan, do you know? You seen anything? For what? The transportation from the hotel to the park. They said they're going to put you in like that box truck. Yeah, uh, I've seen nothing. Okay. So I guess this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, this is a huge disappointment. Big flop so far, but we'll see. After this weekend, next podcast, we'll give you the. The rundown of uh, the experience through a screen, I guess, because we won't be there, but Tim Tracker will. Anyway. Also, <laughs> um, oh, before we move off of Disney, I actually remembered one thing I wanted to mention, if that's okay, okay. with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, go for it. Okay. Um, so I think it was Nolan. You put something really interesting in the chat today. Um, it's less expensive to go to oh, yeah. Disneyland Paris than it is to go to California, right? Didn't you say that? Didn't that, that's what the article said? Yeah, the the headline was, it's now cheaper to travel to Paris than stay at Disney Disneyland in Anaheim, which is absurd. Yeah. So like, how is says, that possible? It says, this month, uh, the outlet reported that in June, it cost a total of $4,500 for two people to stay at the Paradise Pier Hotel, the cheapest Disney property resort available for six nights. And in Disneyland Paris, the cheapest property hotel was 2100 for seven days, uh, with tickets, <laughs> no meals included, um, and that's including it, it would it would be cheaper even with a flight. That's a fourteen hundred dollar flight from L.A. to Paris. The experience would come to a grand total of thirty six hundred dollars. That's mm-hmm. absolutely absurd. No sense. Jesus Christ. So uh, next podcast will be in Paris, boys. Um, oh my God! Can you imagine? I don't know. I heard that park's pretty cool. Maybe one day. Um, yeah, that's, that's, there we go with negative Disney news again. Um, <laughs> alright. So, wait, hold on. Do we have any more Disney stuff? We might as well stick on the Disney train. Disney, kind of the paint the artist. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Kyle, w- what did you mention pre-show about the, uh, 50th anniversary statue. Okay, so I'm going to put this in the chat for you guys. So what's okay. interesting – okay, so I'll give you the backstory for everyone that's listening, and then you guys can kind of look at it yourselves. I meant to send it to you before. So here's the story. So in the Tiki Room – and I don't know. I don't think I've ever been in the Tiki Room in Disney, but what – apparently there's like a monkey playing the drums, and this guy on TikTok, he's apparently an artist – he created a statue, like a little mini statue, um, like looks like a, the size of like a Pop Funko figure. And so it's a statue of the monkey playing the drums. And what ended up happening was that he saw it like months later. Um, he had sent it or like he had sold it online. And people bought it. And then months later, he saw that Disney had sold their own version 
um, of the actual statue and say, like said like 50th anniversary special on it and claimed that it was like their product. And what he did in the video, and if you guys look it up, you'll find it easily. It's what happens in the video is he shows you he left little marks on the actual statue, like on the forehead. There's like a cut on the the side, like the arm. There's like three lines going like across. And apparently you can match that up to what the final product from Disney looks like. So what he was saying was that it looks like um, the artist who, who did it for Disney stole his idea completely. Did you guys get a chance to check that out? Okay, yeah. So there's a side by side image here that uh, his his uh, TikTok handle is <laughs> Monster Caesar Studios, I think. So if anybody cares to check out his TikTok, go for it. Um, he has a, a 3D mock up design of what he created next to Disney's final product. I mean, and down to every wear mark, it's it's in the same spot. So they basically just took every inch of what he did and carbon copied it which isn't uh the first time disney's done this before they had a problem with the uh behind the attractions thing they they stole an intro completely from somebody off youtube uh no credit no nothing no approach to him with with uh, trying to make a deal so maybe they could they could uh use his stuff Uh, eventually they did end up crediting him i don't know if he was compensated financially um i do expect them to acknowledge this because it's foolish for them not to i don't expect them to uh, remove the product I, because it's already been sold. Um, and if they do, if you have one, the price of that is going to go through the freaking roof. Um, so if you have one, maybe you're in luck. Um, yeah. I, I do, I do hope that this guy gets credit for it though. Put it on the box, um, yeah. or something because this is, this is not okay at all. Well, what they have is they have like at the bottom, it says 50th anniversary special and then it says right. created by artist so and so. So like, how could you not put his name there? Like that's what I'm wondering. Let's see, I have. Let me take a picture of this real fast. I'm gonna send you guys this freaking ages ago. I have a the Pirates of the Caribbean version. It's the Barker Bird with the eye patch on. I'm trying to see. Does it have the artist's name on here somewhere? It's supposed to be on the bottom, like on, like, on the bottom, yeah. the way bottom. Uh, right. Yep. So it sure it does. Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm interested. I, I kind of wish that I was going soon so I could see the bottom of this thing to see. Who's on there? So does it does it say the artist on there somewhere in the, in the um, article? I'm scrolling through. Um, I don't know, but he mentions it in the TikTok video, and so okay. he looked it up, and he said he was he worked for Disney, so like he actually worked for Disney. Like he wasn't even like a like a contracted artist; he was an employee. Oh shit! Well, I will say uh, for anybody out there who has uh, aspirations of working for big companies. And having creative influence, just understand whatever you come up with is no longer your idea. Uh, your idea belongs to the company, so maybe you should think twice before uh, diving that deep because you can lose all of your integrity on that. So, anyway, that's What's aside. Though. Nolan, do you have anything to say about it? Because I have another point afterwards. Uh, yeah, uh, I actually saw this on TikTok, I think, even before you mentioned it, but I didn't, like, realize it. I just, like, kind of scrolled real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. But it's uh it's kind of wild, you know, like that this like happens to a like a big company like Disney, you know, and um I'm curious to maybe see if there's other instances on where this has been occurring because if it does happen, then you got a, a real problem, and then who knows what else might occur from that. So yep. So this would be the thing that takes Disney down. I'm kidding. Yeah. So well. <laughs> 
it's hard <laughs> to say that much because my point was going to be that, okay, so as a big company like Disney, they figured that this guy who, I don't know how many followers he had, but at the very least, I mean, it was like a thousand, or at the most, it was like a thousand. So he, they probably think, hey, we're going to steal this idea, which was like based on our guy anyway. And, you know, we're such a big company that we're going to get away with it because even if he does find out, we could squash any lawsuit that comes at us, right? That's their thinking, and that's been the case for centuries, right, for all these big companies. But the power of the Internet is so interesting, and we always talk about what the Internet is bad, and but, like, this is a good part of the Internet where this guy can now say, hey, Disney stole my idea and prove it in the public opinion, and then he can kind of get Disney to either acknowledge it and, like, give him credit or give him some of the profits like you said, like what happened when they stole that guy's uh, intro and then he had to get credit for it. So, like, at this point, at least if he can't sue, people know that, ha- you know, this is happening and then pressure Disney into actually doing something about it. I don't know. I, I feel like if you're going to put this guy through all that headache and you're not going to compensate him financially forget the name on the bottom of the shit like we are all nobody really cares about that there's very few people that would even pay attention to that it's basically just to acknowledge him in general mm-hmm. but i mean you're, you're taking away so much so much money from this guy because he could be he could be making something from it so i don't know it hurts my heart but anyway such is life i hope this guy has the internet work in his favor like kai was saying and uh we see uh, a light at the end of the tunnel because this is bullshit. Um, <laughs> all right, so are, can we move on from the mouse? Where do we have? I think else? so. All right. We're good. Okay, so uh something no one put in the chat uh, a few days ago, I think, at this point. Um, in previous podcasts, we talked about the Fear Factor Pavilion um, which was used for Horror Night shows, uh, was going to have a VR Quidditch attraction that was going to replace it. And we were talking about permits, and we were comparing it to the, the New York store that they have in, in uh, it's not Times Square, wherever that is, somewhere in New York City, where they have a VR experience there, and how different it was going to be, yada, yada, yada. So... An article came out recently uh, speculating that the initial concepts that they had were pulled away with um, approval for demolishing the building, raising the building, I guess wasn't approved right away. So uh, this hasn't been confirmed, but it is speculated. Um, So now I guess we're just going to have a dead building. Nolan, do you know if they're going to have the ability to use the pavilion for horror nights for a show or is it just dead property now uh your guess is as good as mine um i just think yeah i just think it's wild you know um because this has been like in no man's land for i don't know um since covid started so like two years even before that there was rumors about this thing kind of getting broken down and this thing is just like the undertaker bro this it, it just doesn't die <laughs> so um it, it kind of makes me frustrated just because you know it's a huge spot of land that they can improve so much like even just looking at the um the vr rod and that whole land that they would um expand to you know like that's a really cool addition to a park that needs it you know and the fact that they might 
not have that and just leave it the way it is for now. And then also possibly moving the VR to Epic would I, which I think is not the best idea just because like, like, uh, I saw in the article they were mentioning how they were just blindsided with, um, the exhibit in New York, you know? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, why would you build that? Maybe it probably is better, but you know, like you have so much stuff at your disposal and like you're so talented, like why wouldn't you just come up with something different, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I just hope that soon, you know, that they come up with something to replace it just because I think it's just, it's something that would be awesome to add to the park and just, you know, also because it's really needed, so. Kyle? Any thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I'm trying to, I was trying to get my thoughts together in terms of, so the first thing I guess I'll touch on is them being rejected for the permit, and I, and what I took from that was that they filed the permit the permit wrong or something like that 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 caused it. That's how I took it. I might might be wrong. Um, and then the way that they said it was like when they realized the mistake and they got rejected, they said, "Hey, it's, it's probably not worth it because New York has that already." Um, look, I don't know what New York has. I mean, I want to get down there and see, but I couldn't imagine it being close to what Universal can do. Like, it's, I've been, like, I've been outside the room. It's a small little room. And, like, I don't know, like, I get it's VR, but I don't know what they could possibly do that could even come close to Universal. So, I agree with Nolan. I mean, I think that, you know, I think this probably deterred it, them from it. But at the same time, I think they could do it so much better if they wanted to. And this is almost like an excuse for them not to do it. Um, and I agree, though, to Nolan that, they shouldn't put it in the new park. Like, you have other rides planned for that. Keep those rides and then try to get it in this park is what I would think. Personally, I think VR is a cop-out, especially from a, a uh, theme park perspective. I mean, regardless of room size, once you put on the headset, what you experience is limitless in size. So I don't think the room size is that big of a deal. The only thing that Universal could do to enhance it would be, A, have a higher quality uh, video uh, or add movement to your VR experience. I mean, okay, yeah, that's cool, but I, uh, from from what they have at their disposal, and especially with the size of that pavilion, there's something that they could do. And they're missing so many opportunities with shows. I don't understand why they can't just reuse it and come up with a, a different show or something like that. So part of me is happy that this is happening because I kind of don't want to be oversaturated with Harry Potter to begin with. A Quidditch idea is great. I don't think VR is the best way to approach it, but, you know, who am I? Um, but I think sticking on the uh, Universal train with the speculation of this moving over to Epic Universe, we saw a – oh, go ahead. I said a comment um, that yep. I was reading that I forgot about too. So um, they're also, they also mentioned how – they, there's a possibility that it might be axed the whole thing just together. It might not be in either park because of the fact that um, they want to move away from um, screen-based attractions because of guest uh, mm-hmm. responses, which I think is a huge thing because um, if that's the case and that's their thinking, I feel like Epic could be even better than we kind of like imagine, you know, because, I mean... 
I, I think it's awesome because, I mean, look at Disney and they, they don't give two shits about, you know, how the guests feel and, you know, all that stuff. But you look at Universal and if that, if what they say is true, I think that's a huge step in the right direction for them. Agreed 100%. They, when you listen to your guests, it's as good as it gets for getting return customers. So really, really great point there. Um, Kyle, would you be disappointed if this was axed? If you never saw it? I mean, I would be disappointed just because, I mean, I can see the potential for it, but as long as they don't ax anything else from Harry Potter, I would be fine with it. Nolan, same question? Uh, it depends on what they build in the Fear Factor spot. Okay. And another thing is they're so secretive with all these projects, and I get it. But, like, I would love for them to come out and say, hey, we wanted to do this. It didn't work out. But because of that, we're going to put the budget into the Harry Potter world in the new Epic Universe, and we're going to make that ten times better. Like, that's what I want to hear them say. Mm-hmm. These are, these are good points, folks. Don't worry about it. Contact us. Oh, what? Right. <laughs> Maybe don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> don't worry. Um, <laughs> all right, so, so as a... No one alluded to the other park. Looks like we got some uh, interesting foreshadowing for a ride going into How to Train Your Dragon. I'm assuming it's a land, right? They have a land for it, not just a ride. A huge land. All right, huge whole continent. Um, so no one said this before, but they have uh, what is it? Planet Coaster. They did a mock-up for this with Hagrid's, and they did a mock-up for it with Velocicoaster, I believe. Both of those were, were pretty spot-on to what the actual ride ended up being. Um, so this coaster has a um, – a how would you compare it? What would you compare it to? What would you compare it to? It's not like Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster is very intense with turns and inversions and all that. This seems like it's a very stretched-out coaster. So What about Hagrid's? Be, uh, yeah, I guess Hagrid's. I feel like there's there's more straightaways on this though. This this is a launch coaster like both Hagrid and Velocicoaster. So I guess it has a uh, Hagrid's animatronic feel with a big boy big coaster feel of Velocicoaster minus the intense turns and such. Um, but I was really impressed by the two animatronics that they're gonna have, uh, two dragons that are side by side um, sandwiching the track which looks absolutely amazing. I'm a huge uh, animatronic guy. Anytime you put practicals in a ride, you won my heart. Um, I don't know how you can't be excited for this, regardless of you being a fan of the franchise or not. Um, Kyle, Nolan, what are we thinking? Are we excited? we got to be excited about this. Nolan? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, based on what I've been hearing, you know, um, I think there's at least maybe four to five coasters and the new park, and um, obviously with the video, you know, the theming's really on point, and like you said, like, whether you've seen it or you haven't, you know, I think we, we talked about this um, maybe a couple of pods ago, but, you know, if it's a very good attraction, people are still going to want to ride it, you know, and I think having that mindset, especially for them, building it um, looks very good, like Nick was saying, uh, the animatronics are really cool. Um, I think the second room was actually really cool because I used to get like the smoke and the bones and, um, just the atmosphere looked really cool. They had like also like a cave he went through. Um, and you know, I think this is one of the, I think the weakest land out of the 
uh, what is it, four? four? I think it's four. Four lands. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if this is, like, the ride for that, you know, I can't imagine the other ones. And so it just raising the bar even more for us. Yeah. And, and what I was thinking, the first thing that struck me was, like Nick said, the animatronics looked amazing. And that, I mean, I haven't been to a Jurassic World uh, coaster yet, but you guys have, and I've seen the pictures, and you guys say how great the actual animatronics are. So I think that Universal is learning a lot about animatronics and really investing in there, which is great. Uh, and it just, like, it blew me away. Like, there were more animatronics also. I can't remember exactly which ones, but, you know, it, it kind of previewed some more, and that looked really cool. And I liked that it was, like, it seemed like it was a longer ride, like Nick had said before, which I liked because, like, I don't like these rides. They're, like, two minutes, and then you're done. You know, I think you wait hours for them, and it should be longer. Well, it's uh, that is a good point, but it is kind of hard to stretch out a coaster at a high rate of speed with limited space. Um, but I think, you know, with Epic, they have a lot of room to work with, which if we get, bro, imagine if we had a four-minute roller coaster that would be absolutely absurd i think i'd probably want to jump out that'd be crazy yes um i mean we have something like that with haggards but i mean i'm talking like 70 miles an hour i'd probably jump out um (laughs) yeah it looks really cool um i think this is a good uh um prelude to what is to come with epic universe i'm so excited to start getting little teasers once we start getting uh uh, more of a foundation there so super super Mm -hmm. excited for that Mm -hmm. And we got um almost coming up to three years uh in the making, which is very soon if you're thinking of like a whole theme park, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's really cool just to see kind of what they're doing, and a lot of stuff's coming out now. So I, I figured, cause cause Kyle said it, um, they're gonna eventually mention something soon. I don't know when, but um, you know, they have all the tracks coming in. Um, they like the Donkey Kong. I saw, um. The whole foundation was being built. So there, a lot of stuff is getting really getting built very fast. So that's a good sign. And uh, like you're saying, like I'm very intrigued to just kind of see what the final product is. 122 million thousand percent. Um, I don't know how to segue this. Uh, history. <laughs> Mathematics? History? <laughs> so we can't top last week's performance. We were amazing last week. Yeah, that's true. We were yeah. on the ball. Yeah, yeah. too. So, so um, yeah, tonight isn't as isn't as fun. I think Uh-oh. this might be a little bit easier. Oh, don't say that. Come on. Hey, hey, hey I, I'm I'm putting it out there. You know, some weeks are good. Some weeks, you know, aren't as good, but it's yeah. still good. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. Actually, I could I can make this like a double question to make it a little bit more difficult. All right, so um, on what the date? What is the date on here? Uh, February twenty seventh. Because uh, today was kind of ass. So February twenty seventh. Um, a film won best animated feature film of the year. Uh, and. That's all I'll say for now. A film won Best Animated fe- Feature. Oh, was it? Was it Toy Story 3? No. Okay. Is this a, 
relatively modern film? Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's in the 2000s? Yeah. Mm. Finding Nemo. No, but good guess. Yeah, that was my guess, Nick. (laughs) What about Up? Not Up. It's not Finding Nemo because it's Finding Dory. Done. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Uh, What else? Um... Uh, 2000s. 2000s. Um, Completely animated, 100%. There is zero live action in this movie, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Uh, The best animated feature. feature. How to Train Your Dragon? Oh, no. Nope. It's Disney, right? We're talking Disney? Yeah, (laughs) just because you asked. I was going to say, but yeah, it's Disney. (laughs) Monsters, Inc.? Nope. Great movie, though. Um, Was it Tangled? Nope. Soul? Nope. Uh, Ratatouille. That was a good guess, too. It's like one of those questions on the on the test, you know, like it's supposed to be very easy and it trips everybody up. <laughs> uh Bali? Nope. Oh, the Incredibles. Yep. Hey, look at that. <laughs> look at you. Anybody know what year it came out? I think it was two thousand four through three, four. Nope. Eighty five. 2000, <laughs> how old was I? I can't even remember. 2007? Nope. Six? Eight. Nope. Nope. Nine. Ten. Nope. Nope. Two. Seven. Two. Eighty-five. Nope. Two thousand. <laughs> what? It had to have come out in one of those between 2007. We said nope. all of them. Three. Nope. 2001? <laughs> nope. 2010. Nope. Nope. Fifteen. Two thousand. Nope. Nope. It was bro. It was early two thousand. No, no, you didn't. Two thousand eight. Two thousand. I don't remember what I said. Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Oh okay. I said that. Nope. Nope. Listen, listen to the tape, bro. I was gonna say rewind the tape. Listen to the tape. Wow. That was still. That was. I thought it was earlier. Nintendo Five. I'm surprised. Yep, and it also won um also won an Oscar for uh, sound editing. Okay. So won two. Um, and also there was another film that rivals uh, Disney that was nominated in the same category, same year. Do you guys know what it is? Five. Chicken Little? Nope. Chicken shit? <laughs> uh, Frank and Weenie. No, that's Disney. Um, Wallace and Gromit. I have no idea. Nope. Uh, what's this? There's some five animation. I'm trying to mm-hmm. think what that was. I mean, mm-hmm. was it 
نه باز باز ببین وزیر was it cars security at risk no because <laughs> <laughs> I know Pixar was separate from Disney at first I don't know when they merged wait is that a hint is that a hint security at risk no, no. oh okay. yeah. I thought you were trying well, to help I, us out come on wait but who but Nick I think it might be Pixar because they didn't merge until later no one can you confirm or deny this uh not yet <laughs> so wait, well, Nick, you and I could probably get it. So, what? Okay, what were the Pixar movies that came out? It was Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Monsters Inc., Incredibles, Incredibles, uh, Nemo. Was that what Disney? Was it? Or Disney? I no, I don't know. What were the earlier ones? Because Nemo, I think, was like 2003 or so. So, what were what was right after Nemo? Oh wait, did he send it in? The fuck? <laughs> Waffles? Oh, Shrek? Oops. Shrek 2. Oh! Shrek 2. Oh, Shrek 2, okay. Shrek 2. Shrek 2, yeah. Shrek 2 is oh my god. Yeah, so, uh, Shrek 2 is also in that. Wow. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> yeah. Now you know. Alright, well, there you cool. There are well, there are ones that were just nominated for uh, 2022, right? For the Oscars, oh, it just yeah, came yeah. out. I believe so. Yeah. Oscars. Oh, I'm curious. Let's see what we have here. And uh, let's see. Best. Uh, it's so weird. They call it 2021 versus 2022 because tell me last year. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Best. Okay. And is definitely on there. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's good. Uh, Oscar nominee. Luca. Oh, I gotta see Luca too. Ryan, the Dungeon Last Dragon. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm switching about that guy. Flea. Okay, I think I got it. And okay. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Yeah. I'm definitely voting for the Mitchells. I don't even know what that is, but <laughs> I'm excited, uh, so. I saw the beginning of that. I actually really liked Luca. Luca was really good if you guys want to watch that. Luca Dungeon. I heard that was good, yeah. Encanto, the songs are great for Encanto. That's Lin-Manuel Miranda, too. That's, yeah, the Lin-Manuel Miranda, the Bruno song. Bruno? Bruno. There's one I've never heard of called Flea that's apparently on Hulu. Yeah, I've never heard of that It's a either. Denmark movie. An animated documentary drama. It's my favorite. Look at that. Really yeah, interesting. There's a very okay. anime look to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take that, it's Disney. It's a Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, Disney. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. If Mitchell's vs. the Machines can beat Disney and Pixar, I mean, that's something. Like, Absolutely. I would I would be really interested to see that. Also, did anyone see Raya and the Last Dragon? I don't think anyone I- did. I didn't, but I heard it was good. Well, obviously it's good. It's freaking nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I'm I'm interested in seeing it. And then also, oh, you know what I I that reminded me of Encanto. So did you guys see Encanto? No, not yet. No. Okay, so <laughs> in Encanto, it's like magic. So like everyone in the power, like the family has powers, and they all live in this big house. And this big house is like magical, and it can move. 
and like the the floors move and like the dressers move and everything. And actually, Lin Manuel Miranda came out and said that he has been in discussions with Bob Chappick about making that a a Disney attraction. So look out for that potentially in the future. I, I thought that was Encanto that he approached Bobby for. Yeah, it is Encanto. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you said Raya. Okay, gotcha. Oh, uh, no, no. Encanto. Don't don't worry about it. Okay. So yeah. So that's the latest there. So I think that would be cool because like let's say.